Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. This episode is brought to you by Estimate Rocket, Angie, and APC. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors and the host of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. Uh, the goal here of our podcast is to help you grow your business and also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got one of our clients with this, Brian Hepfer with HD Paint and Stain. He's one half of HD Paint and Stain. Uh, and we're going to talk through a little bit about the importance of having a coach, having a mentor, uh, and what that's really done for his business and in, even in his personal life. Uh, and, and I think there's a very important concept in everybody needs a coach in life, right? Even coaches have coaches that we look to. Uh, and so I just want to kind of highlight the importance of, of what they've seen happen in their business by working with different business mentors and coaches. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Good afternoon. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. Thanks for uh, taking some time to do this. <clears throat> it's the third episode you've done with us. Um, yeah, I saw that. Um, see, I strategically did the first two where you were with somebody else, <clears throat> kind of a little less liability. I'm a little nervous about today. We've oh, got through 75 episodes. We haven't had to scrap one. So don't make number 77 be the one. I, I'm feeling like I can be good okay. today. Okay, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, share with us a little bit about kind of your journey in the painting industry, how long you've been in the industry, uh, how long you and Shannon have had HG Paint and Stain. Just kind of give us a, a quick 30 to 60 second overview. Yeah, so I've been in the painting industry, I believe I'm going on 15 years. Okay. Uh, spent the good majority of it uh, painting and being a business owner that way. Yep. And so HD Painting and Stain, I believe, is entering its fifth year yep. of being established. So, oh boy, big difference. What what do you what do you learn there? What about the journey of moving from a painter into a business owner and really not knowing all the ins and outs of running a profitable company and creating a morale for the employees. Yep. Uh, I think that was that was the big thing. And so uh, for this year, uh, you know, I always say you think everything's really good until you take a step back and learn you can always still make it sharper and better. Yep. No, I think that's good. So, but I've been blessed. We've all been blessed this year. So. Yeah, Great. no, absolutely. Um, you know, I think... You know, you and Shannon uh, both were, I, I would say, on a very typical path in the painting industry, right? You guys were really good at what you did. You were willing to work hard. Um, you were able to lead a handful of people, right? And and you guys kind of merged your companies, you know, together. And because you wanted to be more on the business owner side, right? You wanted to impact more families on the employee side. You wanted to impact more customers. You knew that you guys were better together in that sense. Um, but you had to learn a lot in a very short amount of time. Uh, some of which I know you guys learned the hard way. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of which hopefully you've been able to learn the easy way. And that's what we'll talk about today through coaches and, and mentors. Um, and any thoughts you want to share on that before we dive into this? Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, I was just having a conversation with her this morning. And like, like you said, um, I liked painting. I really did. It was a time for me to sit back and reflect. Um, but I knew I didn't want to be a painter my whole life. I yeah. wanted to have something a little bit more and create a different path for people. Yeah. And so. Well, um, I think you realized early on that, that 
being self-employed as you were, right? You had a couple employees that worked with you. Um, it was always going to be a time for money exchange, right? I know you made good mm -hmm. money. I know you worked a lot of hours, but it, the only way that was ever going to continue to work was you showing up on job sites working, yeah. right? Um, and, you know, you knew that time was limited and you wanted to spend time with family and travel and do other things and um, have a little bit greater reach. So um, we did an episode in, in season one. We had you and Shannon on here, episode 21. Uh, partnership. And talking all about partnerships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I think mm -hmm. was the title of it. Uh, more good than bad and ugly, oh, thankfully. Still. Um, so if, if you guys want to learn and kind of hear the story about how the partnership came to be, um, the, 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 the struggles, the good times, you know, the, the benefits and everything, uh, listen back to that episode. I'm going to kind of focus here today a little bit more on, um, you know, just the role that coaching and mentoring's had it with you guys. And, you know, I want to first start out and say, um, that it's, you guys have worked with, with us the last few years, you've worked with a couple other companies. So it's not just us that you've worked with, right? So I can't take full credit and responsibility for the changes you guys have had over the years, right? I like to think we've played a, a part in that. And I know we have, um, but I'm not going to sit here and take all the credit and be like, Oh, look what we did. Cause it's not all us. So I want to yeah, make that that's, very that's, clear. Yeah. And that's what's good. You know, when you sent this over, you're like, I don't want to take all the credit, you yeah. know, cause there's been a lot of coaching levels. Yeah. And uh, even leaving you for a little bit yeah, for a year exactly. and coming back. And uh, I think that it shows what you can really do for a company. Yeah, so. well, I appreciate that a lot. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, you know, and so what? why are you so passionate? Like, the reason I wanted to have you on here, um, and I've got some plans for another episode with Shannon coming up down the road, too. Um, mm -hmm. But the reason I wanted to talk with you about it is... I know you're very passionate, not just about the coaching and the mentoring you guys have received, but also like for others to develop and grow themselves. Like I see the conversations you have with other people, whether it's in the painting industry or just other contractors, other people, you're very passionate about people developing and moving forward. Um, why is this? Um, well, if we want to go back to a psychology type of thing, it, yeah. probably, <laughs> it probably says I didn't have the best coaching growing up. But I think what it is is you see that so many people either get lost in it or they they think uh, – I see a lot of companies that are really great yeah. and uh, they could do so much more with their business if they would just kind of sit back and let somebody in and uh, to be a coach and get a mentor because sometimes – you see a lot of people that think they know everything. Yep. And I mean – I, I come off, I guess, that way. Like, I know everything. Right. I'm just confident in what I do know, and I know when I need someone's help. Uh, everything we have done, we have not done alone. No. And I don't like to take the credit for it because uh, having a personal coach uh, that taught us how to develop compassion yep. and culture was the huge game changer for me personally with my family and my kids, yep. uh, getting to develop patience. Uh, going to a coach that we had out of Kentucky that was just kind of like a basic coach of like how to restart your business yep. and then discovering you later on. And uh, I think, you know, work happy. Uh, Josh Douglas was my Sherwin rep yeah. and he coached me before he even started his own company. So yep. um, it's, it's very valuable because you get lost in the everyday motions yeah. and Sometimes you just you need to know you're not alone. Yep. And it's just like a little morale boost and like someone to help process your thoughts. Yeah. I so. think that's a big thing too is just you know, I always say you don't know what you don't know, right? 
And sometimes it's you very basic, but it really yeah always has like in and sometimes you don't know what you don't know until you have somebody identify things that you realize you don't know. Yeah. Right. Like there's there's plenty of people that come work with us that are like, hey, we're we don't know how to look at our finances, right? Or we don't know how to market and grow our business, or we don't know how to do it like a sp- specific thing in their company. But then there's a lot of people that come to us and they don't realize that they don't know certain things or they realize they don't under they don't know there's a better way to do estimating and, and present an estimate, right? I- you know, so I think that like that's a big a big key to it. Um, I think what I see is a lot of people is I've worked with you, and that's you know the big sell of getting people introduced to the idea of coaching. Uh, yep. Working with a, a guy who owns a long company right now, and after two years of seeing what it, you've done for us, he's like, I "Think I, I think I need a coach." Yeah. And uh, I said, "Yeah, I mean, what's great about it is you always meet someone who has a business, and now you've taught me like." Oh, that's great. So, you know, what's your end of your net look like? And they're like, oh, I make good money. I'm like, oh, so what's your, you know, um, basic customer spend? You know, what's your end of your goals look like for each month? And they're like, oh, once you get past how much money they're making, they really don't know anything else. Exactly. And that's where I realized that's what owning a true business is, is knowing what your net profit margins are, when to increase, how to increase uh, your revenue. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, one thing too I love, and I've had some of our clients tell us this, is they're like, they're like we love the, the advice and like the, the structure and the knowledge side of it. They're like, but the accountability piece is key sometimes, right? To know that once a month or twice a month or, you know, however often we're going to sit down and we're going to look at the numbers. We're going to run through your last quarter profit and loss. Mm-hmm. We're going to run through, you know, your marketing statistics and see how are you getting your jobs, right? Like, and it's that accountability piece. And, and we've got a lot, you know, I've kind of shared about systems and things we're restructuring um, to make sure we really don't miss any of that stuff along the way, right? I have a very structured, hey, this month we're covering this um, for our clients because we see the value in that, right? Um, and so I I think that you know having that accountability piece can be good um you know you mentioned the sounding board too i, I think is good um one thing i want to kind of hit on you know it's it's been really cool to watch you and shannon and and how you guys have grown as as individuals as a partnership as a company um over the last few years since we started working with you guys initially and i think the reason why is because you guys are very coachable um the episode we just did last week with joel Griner and his uh, Sherwin rep, Roberto, um, I kind of said the same thing to Joel and, and I, you guys are very similar in that regards that you guys are very coachable people, right? How did you guys get yourself in that coachable mindset, right? Because you just said you, you've, you know that you know a lot, but how do you get yourself in the mindset to be coached? That's a good question. Shannon and I were talking about that and is that something that you always have, or is it something someone said that enlightened you? Yeah. Um, so I was talking with Shannon about this, and Shannon said uh, the reason she's coached now is she wouldn't have did it without me. Yeah. Um, she saw the value in being coached and having someone work through these things with you, and so that brought her up now. And I know she was telling me she's like, I really enjoy it. It's yeah. It helps process a lot more than just work, family life. You can use the coaching aspect of a business pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Um, h- how do you do that? I think you have to let down your guard. You have to realize that you don't know everything and that's okay. I feel like I know a, a lot, yeah. um, but I see what others are doing in the industry and I need to I need to I need to know that. Yeah. And so that's where the coaching comes in. It's just kind of letting down your guard and being vulnerable. Yeah. 
and having someone tell you, um, like, hey, your weakness is like right here. It's on the paper. Right. And being able to accept that and not get angry. It's that's why you hire the coach. It's yeah. to to build you up, but someone to let you know uh, tactfully yeah. what you're doing wrong. <laughs> right. I yeah. like these tactfully there. <laughs> um, well, and I think too another thing that that I. Uh, where I see the benefit too is it's it's a third party perspective. Someone's sitting back, right? Because you and and we'll get into the next question in a second. You collaborate. You talk to a lot of other contractors, painting contractors and stuff. There's always other ways of doing things, right? Oh, what are you using for this estimating platform? Oh, you're using this. You're using this. Like mm-hmm. there's so many, so many ideas that come to you, right? I know you're an idea person. Mm-hmm. You're the visionary. You're always you're always looking for ways to do things better, right? Which is good, and I think that's why you guys have grown. But sometimes it gets overwhelming. And you're like, oh, we just switched to this new platform. Oh, well, now I hear somebody talking about this. Like, and you, so I think just having the conversations, you and I have a lot of conversations of like, hey, what do you think is best for us, right? And not that I always know best, but just to have another perspective to look from the outside in. And as you know, we work with painting contractors all over the U.S. and Canada. And, and you know, we see how a lot of contractors use different softwares or different ideas or different, you know, financial tools. Um, and so we can kind of try to at least give some insight to say, like, hey, here's what we've seen from this one. This one, maybe not so much. And, and so I think just having that third party perspective, too. I think it's, yeah, uh, the third party that can read uh, the individuals that he's coaching. Yep. Uh, and understanding when they start go down a path that maybe doesn't best suit them, pulling yeah. them back and redirect them has been very helpful, yeah. beneficial. That's good. Um, so I, I kind of just led to this a second ago. You know, you really spend a lot of time connecting and collaborating with other people, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's painting contractors, um, whether it's other business owners, you just mentioned the lawn care, I know who you're talking about there. Um, but you also do it like in your market, outside of your market. Like, I love that about you. You're not like, oh, I'll only talk to other painting contractors outside of the St. Louis area, right? Like you see the collaboration piece of it. How has that helped you guys in your business along the way? Uh, you know, painting, hearing other painting contractors talk about the same problems is great. Um, but we're all just talking still about the same problems and the right. solutions are all very similar. So as I've learned, I've sat in with um, sales meetings with roofing companies, HVAC companies, yep. uh, I've made good relationships and hearing their salesmen and what the problems they go through and how they solve them has actually been more of a benefit than sometimes talking to a group of painters. Because yeah. um, it's it's another outside perspective and I think that's what's, that's what's great. And that's being a part of like the chamber yeah. is you meet so many other companies and businesses. And I was talking with a funeral home director and it's just the 1% of something he says to you, like, I could do that. I should, I should do that in my company. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's just different ideas sparked. No, that's good. Well, and I think if, again, going back to being coachable, you're always looking for like those other thoughts and ideas. Yeah. Right? My wife loves, loves that. I'm just always satisfied. Always thinking. The, yeah, yeah. Just always thinking what could be best. Yes. She always yes. says, are you, are you, are you ever satisfied? I said, I'm always happy. I'm never satisfied. Yep. But that's all right. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's how you grow, right? As a person and as a business I don't, owner. I, yeah. I think I said something to Shane last week. I said, I don't like to be comfortable because when you get comfortable, then things start to slip. Yep. That's true. There's a lot of truth in that. I think, you know, I had one of my mentors tell me, he said, business is the same no matter what industry you're in. It just applies differently. Hmm. Right. And, and what you just said about the funeral home thing, like funeral home, painting contractor, 
not a lot of overlap <laughs> unless you're painting the funeral home, yeah, right? Which we are. Yeah, I know you are, <laughs> um, which is ironic. <laughs> but like, but there's still businesses, business, regardless of where you go, right? You're still marketing to consumers. You're still, you know, doing. You still have to run a profitable business. You still have to do different things. It's just in a different way, and it two completely ends of the spectrum there in that situation. I guess what I look for is when I'm working with these companies and interviewing. I guess that's weird I say it, but it no, is interview. It's true. Um, I look at companies like the funeral home that are exiting, and I want to see who they're handing it over to, what processes they did for that. Yep. And when they're like, there's no one else to take it, I don't want to have that same conversation to somebody when I'm 65. Yeah. I want to know that I've educated myself, created processes yep. to hand it over. Yep. Um, so you and Shannon kind of made a, I'm going to call it a courageous decision this year. Um, that the goal wasn't necessarily to grow top line revenue, right? You guys realized that for you guys to set yourself up for long-term success, to get to that long-term goal you just mentioned, mm -hmm. they, we needed to kind of take the year and just solidify a lot of systems, a lot of training, a lot of processes, a lot of people, right? And everything, um, you know, and so that was kind of the plan heading into 2022 this year. Are you guys glad you did that? And, and what have the results been on your bottom line? Um, fantastic so you know when we met with you last year and we said we'd be happy making the same um same profits and everything and we looked at how many employees we had and you know the amount of volume coming in when we restructured and kind of sharpened again went back to basement basics and realized that everything's about quality contact making sure the customer feels like the family experience yeah. and we had less people probably less jobs, but we made more money with a higher profit margin, yep. which was just kind of mind-blowing because it happened by accident. It did. Um, it where the years accident. before, like I felt like we were like, we're going to make money, we're going to do this, we're yep. going to do it right, and the profit margins were low, the contact suffered, and everything we stood for was kind of lost. So yeah. are we glad we did it? Yeah. And what happens is, like I said, we had a great year and being sometimes pessimistic. <laughs> it's sitting there and saying, great, now how can it be even better? Right. And that's how we, we divide our roles. Yep. You know, uh, realize, you know, Shannon's going to go to a new role and she's going to focus on that. I will focus on one direct path. Uh, yep. And I think knowing where people's places are and how they excel in it. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, I, I love the decision you guys made and, and you're the second client we've had that made that decision and actually had a better year numbers wise than the year before. So it's funny how that works out. I'm not saying it always happens that way, but I think when you go back to basics, I think most business owners overcomplicate business, oh, right? Yeah. Um, there's so many apps and services and things. And, and all of a sudden you're like, we have 17 different subscriptions, <clears throat> half of which kind of do the same thing, right? Um, because we're always looking for that. And I say we as business owners, we're always looking for that better way to do things, right? The better way to communicate, the better way mm -hmm. to do things. And sometimes you just need to cut things down to the basics. Like what, what do we need to focus on, right? Who do we need? What processes do we need? And when you do that, you end up doing, a lot of times you're much more efficient. You get more done with less people and you have higher margins in the meantime. So again, it doesn't always work out that way, but it's I, I'm seeing a pattern here. Mm -hmm. We're just gonna go back to basics and really solidify this year. I think that was even the talk we had was, this is the year of back to basics. Yeah. What made people want, I always say, want to be with us as we paint through their yeah, home. exactly. And that was just communication, friendliness. They don't care about 
fancy emails and being notified at every nope, second. Just they just want the constant little touches, yep. and they want it from the human being. Exactly, exactly. So mm-hmm. um, I love to see that. Um, you just kind of piggybacked on one thing is, is you know, Shannon's kind of sliding into a, a new role that I think is going to set you guys up, you know, because you guys are always looking ahead, right? You're not just looking on how do we how do we get better tomorrow? How do we get better next month? But how do we get better for your 2023, 2024, 2025 and beyond, right? I'm, I'm at 2035. Right I know now. you are. I know you're already planning that okay. out. That's what our lunch meetings about after this. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you guys are kind of shifting that. And so one thing that I think is cool about that, though, is you and Shannon are building your company around the strengths and weaknesses you guys have, the things that you're good at. You're hiring people and, and processes to, to take care of the things you guys aren't as great at. Um, and you're doing the things that you enjoy, but also, again, your strengths, right? Um, and so has that been kind of an easy transition, right? Because there's been multiple transitions over the years as you guys are growing um, and you guys are kind of sliding in different roles throughout this time period. It's no. not like you've each been in one role over the last five years. Yeah. Like you guys have really been taking care of and finding your path here. Uh, and I think you're on a really, really good track moving forward with who you have in the company and where you're going. But like, has it been easy? No. Uh, I, we were had the discussion. It's actually been very difficult because it, it does crush your self-esteem as you, if you, as you move through and you realize you're not good at something. Yeah. Um, when we first started, we both were doing estimating, both trying to run production. Uh, she was trying to run the office, you know, management. Uh, that didn't work. So that's when we started cutting back. And it was like, well, let's look at your profit margin for what you get for sales. Let's look at mine. So then I started going to the sales role. Uh, and then having someone who you know has to run production, be a coach, also look at production numbers, and then um, you know client contact. We realized that that's a lot to ask of somebody. Yep. Um, if they want, no, actually it's not. If they want to work seventy hours a week, right, right. So and, and, and my no promise, her, yeah, I yeah. promised her that she could work below the line. Yeah, you know, and that's what I want for us. You know, to, as you guys should as business owners, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't go into business to work seventy hours a week. No, you guys both have young kids. It's yeah, we both have two children. It. We that's what you we put wanted. in your time working 60, mm-hmm. 70 hours a week before that. Yeah, and so no, it, it's been a hard journey, and it's always sharpening and changing. That's yep. you know, this year's been another one. Learning you know for growth of the company, how it went, went w- really well. Yeah, to go to the next level, we just need a different, a new production manager, but we also need a new craftsman trainer yep. and that's you know shannon's gonna step into that because she's phenomenal yeah oh she's one of the best crafts people i know she's extremely hands down yeah. um you know and i think that that's a big thing and it's again like you said it's not that it didn't work this year right it's just that setup is not going to allow you guys to go beyond right you guys are nearing in on the the million dollars in revenue mark mm-hmm. this year um, you might hit it, might get really close. We're kind of seeing where the, the mm-hmm. end of the year is going to fall. You guys are going to hit it. Um, I'm just speaking that into the universe. I don't care if it's a million and $1, you guys are hitting it. Um, you know, but that's, you guys realize like that's not going to work at 1.5. So why gimp through and stress both of you guys out to get to the next level, whatever that next level exactly is. We're starting to plan out next year, um, right now, but like you guys know that that's not the long-term solution. So why make it the short-term solution if you have other options available, which you guys do because we've been able to shore up the profit margins, right? So, Mm -hmm. so many things come into play here. and, And that's why I think having, 
having a coach, having somebody to look at it from the the number side, the structure side, the long-term planning side. And again, not that I know everything and that I'm perfect to map this out for you guys, but just having somebody else that can think through it in a different way than you guys being in your company day to day. Um, that's where you guys can really benefit from. I think you just said it. Like, it doesn't sound like a lot when I'm in the motion of doing it, but when you stop and you say everything, yeah. And then you want to continue on with your life and then plan your future, but yet work in your business every day. You're not going to be able to do it alone. It's, it's been a blessing to have a partner to, to do that with, to re share the responsibility. And then I consider anybody that's a coach of mine a partner also. Yeah. So to do the everyday motion, but look at what your monthly, your weekly, your biweekly goal is, your monthly goal, yep. your yearly goal, your five-year goal, and then kind of start I'm someone who's wanting to plan the retirement phase already. I, I really do. Yeah. Um, you have to have someone also then stop you and say, hey, you're having 45% growth each year of revenue and your profit margins keep sharpening. Yeah. Quit beating yourselves up. Yep. Um, that's where the outside perspective comes into play. Yeah. And then helps solidify and create those, those tasks to set up the goals as you move through the five years. Yep, no, that's good. And I think that's one thing, it, it, I'll say that about entrepreneurs, but I know it's really tough for you um, and, and Shannon too, but I know your personality, right? Cause you're always looking for what's wrong, what do we fix, how do we get better? And don't forget to stop and celebrate the victories. Mm -hmm. We've had this conversation a lot this year. I'm like, Brian, like, I know you feel like your company is on fire, but it's not like, and I don't mean fire is in like no, in a good way. Like yeah, you it, sometimes it, feel like it's, it's a dumpster it, fire. I do. We just had this conversation. We said, yeah. do you remember when our biggest problem was like, I just want everyone to like each other. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, so, you know, stop and take time to celebrate the victories and, and look at what you guys have done. Look at where you guys have came from in the, the three years since we started working with you guys back in 2020, early 2020 and, and just see where you guys are at and what you've what you've done, what you've accomplished this year and, and where you guys are going. I think as business owners, we don't stop to reflect on those things. We don't stop to take time and, and see what you guys literally manufactured. I mean, from nothing, right? Every business starts from nothing unless you bought into a company or something, right? So look what you guys have done and don't be afraid to celebrate that. Yeah, I think that's the hard part is like, everyone's like, well, you had paying companies. Well, I did, I had a paying company that I controlled by myself. And yep. then she had one too, but we weren't, we were painters you were owning a, a painting owner. company. Yeah. And now we don't work in our company. We're trying to work on it. Yeah. And that's that's the big change. And to do, you know, having a coach, it brings up, is like it's been four years going in five years. And it's, been, it's I'll be really excited what the 10-year mark does. So. I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys. Um, well, I appreciate you coming and taking time just to share some insight on on why you're passionate about it, the benefit you've seen from it. Again, whether whether it's us, whether it's somebody else, I don't care. Plug into a mentor. Plug into a coach. Like, obviously, we would love to any work with anybody listening to this. Um, but it, more important to me is just plug into somebody. Plug in somewhere where you can have resources, you can have some guidance. Um, we all kind of specialize in different things. We have different structures. We have different, you know, setups on stuff. Um, just plug into somebody that can help you get to the next level because I, I see the importance in it. And again, even I have coaches and mentors in my life mm -hmm. um, because I know that without that, I'm, I'm going to get comfortable, right? Okay. Things are going to slip. Like I need to always be sharpening our skills and where are we going in the next year? I do the exact same process we, we teach you guys. So um, what's one final piece of advice you'd like to leave listeners with here as we wrap up today? Oh, I'm probably a lot better to talk to in person than a podcast. <laughs> uh, so call yeah. him anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, 
the I think uh, the biggest thing I always tell when someone starts questioning where they need a coach, um, I always tell them you gotta remember that although we're not doing the same thing, you're not alone. Yep. And I know it sounds really just bizarre, but I think it's made people reach out to me more to sure. find out who they want to coach. And I'm like, we're not. I'm not cutting grass like you, but you're not alone. So yep. stop thinking that your problems are just at your doorstep, and just that's I think the first step into getting a coach and getting someone comfortable with it is like things aren't working. Yeah. And you've said you have a coach and kind of don't want to be alone. Yeah. No. That's I think the last thing. Just yeah. I like that. I like that. Everybody thinks their problems are, they're the only ones in the world experiencing it, right? They're the mm -hmm. only one that ever has a difficult customer. Mm -hmm. um, no, it's the same problems all across the board. Mm -hmm. And so just having somebody that can help problem solve that for yeah. you. Is just put the, yeah, don't rely on a friend. Just rely on another business owner that seems like the care. Find that network. Yep, for sure. Well, thanks again for taking time to do this. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Um, and uh, well, um, like I said, I got episodes planned for Shannon. I'm sure I'll come up with something good for you next season. Yeah. So thanks. thanks. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.